What does Bernie Sanders really want? I came across a tweet recently that made me want to ask this question. But that's just a tweet. I ended up on his campaign website because I realized that even though I might not agree with other people's political ideas, there's more to what they're saying than just a tweet. And so you can find all of that by going into detail about what ideas they're offering and Bernie Sanders in particular for his presidency. And let me tell you, it's pretty long. It's hard to keep this kind of content entertaining in any way, shape or form because it's so long, but it's really educational and you might not have taken the time to look at this before. So here are some previews that might make you want to stick around a bit longer for just the summary points of what Bernie Sanders actually wants in his campaign because it goes into even more detail on the website but this gives you a gist. Have a look and maybe you'll want to listen to the rest of it. The first thing, how is he gonna make that happen? Are you just trying to regulate everything? Oh my god, more acts. I don't know how they're going to end this stuff like end something requires a great deal of force and when he uses words like humane inhumane cruel and also ideals as a nation that's vague not many people agree on what the ideals of the u.s are i mean the best document you have are the founding documents but people are still arguing over what the united states should be why don't you just make these things like why don't you just make the things you want to see in the world why do you have to just force everybody to fit into your like vision of it just go out there and make it you will probably find support i mean they even had a reparations.me website which i totally disagree with but it was completely voluntary and people were actually donating go and do that <laughs> instead what is bernie sanders really saying what does he really want it's to force people into this perfect vision of society oh my god what am i doing Let's get back to the tweeting question. On February 6, 2020, Bernie Sanders said, The ideas we are talking about, a livable planet, healthcare as a right, a humane immigration system, disability justice, a living wage for all, are not radical ideas. These are issues of basic justice. So the key word here is justice. That implies fairness. And people kind of define that word differently because justice can mean in the process or justice can mean in the outcome. I'm first just gonna look at this tweet. So a livable planet, when he says that, I think, yes, it's very important for people to respect the environment, but I'm guessing as a politician, he wants to use the government in order to solve this problem. When he talks about healthcare as a right, again, he's talking about using governmental regulation to make sure that people have access to healthcare. And rights generally come with forcing other people to give access to those things that they may have put efforts and time into, such as studying to become a doctor or an aide to a doctor, administrative work, all the things that bring those services to the people who may be in need or in desire of them. When it comes to a humane immigration system, this one, I think many people want to have this system, but I think it might be a bit hard to make it happen while still having a border in place. What is the proposed solution to have this and does that mean still having a border system? Disability justice, I'm not sure what that means, so I won't comment directly on it. And a living wage for all, again, that has to do with artificially setting prices for goods and services that people are exchanging with each other because it's just one person providing a service for another person and that price being set by the government because it's considered an essential need. And I would agree they are not radical ideas in that they are not new ideas. But after I looked at this tweet, I thought maybe I should go look at his campaign page and see what he has to say. So I went to berniesanders.com, I clicked out from his can you make a contribution to our campaign page? I keep seeing memes about that. And then I went to issues and I found a long list of issues <laughs> to look at. And I'm going to go through every single one of them. I actually did this already 
and my audio was really bad, maybe some karma against me from the collective will of Bernie Sanders supporters. But let's start with the overview. Bernie Sanders on the issues. I'm running for president so that when we are in the White House, the movement we build together can achieve economic, racial, social, and environmental justice for all. Again, the key words are justice for all on all of these scales, economic, racial, social, and environmental. The first thing, a welcoming and safe America for all. Institutes a moratorium on deportations until a thorough audit of past practices and policies is complete. Reinstate and expand DACA and develop a humane policy for those seeking asylum. Completely reshape and reform our immigration enforcement system, including breaking up ICE and CBP, border control agencies, and redistributing their functions to their proper authorities. Dismantle cruel and inhumane deportation programs and detention centers and reunite families who have been separated. Live up to our ideals as a nation and welcome refugees and those seeking asylum, including those displaced by climate change. The first thing, institutes a moratorium and deportations, that means allowing everyone in whether or not they've actually been legally declared to be in the states so the way it works right now is sometimes you can stay in the country while you're basically your legal case is being decided what to do with you if you don't allow people to go and then you combine that with the what they call detention centers that means you basically don't have a border i would say i don't personally like it that a better solution would be to institute a moratorium on immigration until you figure out the laws because if you just let people in and you don't actually know what you're going to do with them because you just want to help everyone then you don't actually have a border in place and when he uses words like humane inhumane cruel and also ideals as a nation that's vague not many people agree on what the ideals of the u.s are i mean the best document you have are the founding documents but people are still arguing over what the united states should be and many things have changed and when it comes to the inhumane deportation programs well how do you keep your border while handling the volume of immigrants that come in the united states is not the same as every other country in the world a lot of people want to come here it might be kind of complex to say when a family arrives at the border do you just send them all back because if you just let them in then you don't actually have a border where you're stopping people and then if you don't want to deport them once they're in then what do they just stay there so i think the moratorium on just immigration until you figure out exactly what to do is actually the better idea i don't personally agree with it but i think it makes more logical sense than just having a moratorium on deportations Fix the law, change the law, don't have the laws, and then just ignore them. You want. Medicare for all. Create a Medicare for all single-payer national health insurance program to provide everyone in America with comprehensive health coverage, free at the point of service. No networks, no premiums, no deductibles, no copays, no surprise bills. Medicare coverage will be expanded and improved to include, include dental, hearing, vision, and home and community-based long-term care, inpatient and outpatient services, mental health and substance abuse treatment, reproductive and maternity care, prescription drugs, and more. Stop the pharmaceutical industry from ripping off the American people by making sure that no one in America pays over $200 a year for the medicine they need by capping what Americans pay for prescription drugs under Medicare for All. So if I study to become a doctor and I decide that I want to help people I can actually set a price on what my services are. I can say I am willing to do X amount of work for this amount of money. The government can change it anytime. That's not fair. That's actually coercive labor, which is something that Bernie Sanders seems to be quite concerned about because he talks about minimum wage. But it doesn't matter for people like doctors, right? Because they're different kind of people. So they don't deserve that consideration when it comes to their labor. Now, I think that it's good to care for people. And I think that doctors can decide to volunteer some of their time. Doctors can decide to set a sliding scale if they go through certain private practices or other people can form organizations that help pay for those fees. But I do think that the people who are actually providing these services not just doctors should be able to say this is what i want to be paid and then someone says okay i am willing to pay this there was a chart or a study going around recently that showed that one third of costs for healthcare 
are administrative. That would go down significantly without government interference in healthcare, which is just a good and a service. If you think that everybody deserves it, then pay for those services for people, but not through force and not at the point where the service providers can't set their own rates. That's coercive. Green New Deal. Transform our energy system to 100% renewable energy and create 20 million jobs hmm, needed to solve the climate crisis. Ensure a just transition for communities and workers, including fossil fuel workers. That's very vague. Ensure justice for frontline communities, especially under-resourced groups, communities of color, Native Americans, people with disabilities, children, and the elderly. I don't believe in government helping only special interest groups. Government should protect individual liberties. Save America, in my opinion. Save American families money with investments in weatherization, public transportation, modern infrastructure, and high-speed broadband. Commit to reducing emissions throughout the world, including providing $200 billion to the Green Climate Fund, rejoining the Paris Agreement, and reasserting the United States' leadership in the global fight against climate change. Invest in conservation and public lands to heal our soils, forests, and prairie lands. End the greed of the fossil fuel industry and hold them accountable. Why do you need government to solve these issues? Why are you calling the fossil fuel industry greedy? when the only way they're making their money is because people are buying their products. Huge companies are able to make money only because a very large number of people, like the majority of the population, are willing to buy their goods and services. If you're calling them greedy because they're willing to take profit at the expense of, I guess, the environment, then you buying gas, not everybody, most people though, buying the gas are also doing it at the expense of the environment. Stop voting for it with your dollar. Put your money towards other things. And I did like that story from the Wall Street Journal that came out, not just the Wall Street Journal, about how there was a hedge fund that was divesting from non-climate change green companies into green companies and companies that cared about that and stated that they cared about that. I do think that what people do with their money is the most important thing they can do. I would rather them go on social media and harass companies and tell them how they think so the companies care about their imagery than having government come in and intervene in order to solve these issues and expand government power. And a lot of these companies do go public, so the public has some say. College for all. Guaranteed tuition and debt-free public colleges, universities, HBCUs, minority-serving institutions, and trade schools to all. I don't know why you need to highlight special interest groups. Cancel all student loan debt for the some 45 million Americans who owe about $1.6 and place a cap on student loan interest rates going forward at 1.88%. Invest $1.3 billion every year in private, non-profit, historically black colleges and universities and minority-serving institutions. End equity gaps in higher education attainments and ensure students are able to cover non-tuition costs of attending school by expanding Pell Grants to cover non-tuition and fee costs, tripling funding for the work-study program and more. Again, this is services being provided for people, the government intervening. Since the government really intervened, that's why the price has skyrocketed. If you incentivize something, you're going to get more of it. If you keep canceling debt, you're going to get more of students going into school and getting more debt. And people are going to not be paid for it. I will say, I think of all the things that government funds, education is one of those things that I think can be useful if it's useful education, which is why maybe it's not best to trust the government. I think education is a means to solve a lot of uh, social issues. On principle, though, I think the government should leave it alone. Workplace democracy. Double union membership within Bernie's first term. How is he going to make that happen? Establish federal protections against the firing of workers for any reason other than just cause. Provide unions the ability to organize through a majority sign-up process and enact first contract provisions to ensure companies cannot prevent a union from forming by denying a first contract. Deny federal contracts to companies that pay poverty wages. Poverty wages. Outsource jobs overseas, engage in union busting, deny good benefits, and pay CEOs outrageous compensation packages. Eliminate right to work for less laws and guarantees typo guarantee the right to unionize for workers historically excluded from labor protections like farm workers and domestic workers. 
I think it's okay for unions to be formed as long as you don't have to join the union. And as long as the company can say, I don't want to do business with you. That's a hard bargain to drive because if there are people outside of the union who want to do the work for less or whatever for other contract stipulations, then the companies can just work with them. But if there are enough people in the union, the company will have to work with the union. I just think it should be voluntary. I myself had a job where there was a union that you couldn't not be in and I didn't want to have anything to do with the union. And it was coercive. Also, firing workers is a way of being competent in business. Some of that could just be due to malice. However, if you've messed with the economy like that, you might have unforeseen consequences like American companies not being as competitive anymore because they just have to keep the workers that they have. Expand social security. Expand social security benefits for all recipients and protects pensions. Guarantee home and community-based long-term care service. Guarantee. Whenever, say, whenever they say guarantee, this means forcing someone to do something. Protect our most vulnerable seniors by quadrupling funding for the Older Americans Act, another act, and expanding other programs seniors rely on. Expand and train the direct care workforce we need. So all of these services just hand it over to the government. The government is the best at giving us good products and services. They've shown that historically. That's sarcasm. I'm not a fan of welfare, corporate welfare, or individual welfare. I think we should help people. They might fall on bad times. I think that should be done through charity. I mean, it's basically the same thing as taxing everyone. I actually think that there are enough people in the US who can vote on the specific issues they care about that those issues would be taken care of. Why force everybody when half of you agree on something and half of you agree on something else when you could just take away the bit you, you were going to spend on something you don't, we're going to be forced to spend on something you don't want and spend it on your thing and have those people spend it on their thing and then nobody's been forced to support things they don't want to support. I think there would be enough people to support those things through non-government means. Housing for all. End the housing crisis by investing $2.5 trillion to build nearly 10 million permanently affordable housing units. That's really funny. End the housing crisis. Protect tenants by implementing a national rent control standard, <laughs> adjust cost requirement for evictions, and ensuring the right to counsel in housing disputes. Make rent affordable by making Section 8 vouchers available to all eligible families without a waitlist and strengthening the Fair Housing Act. Combat gentrification, I don't believe in gentrification, exclusionary zoning, segregation, and speculation. You see, it's like combat gentrification, like there are some some groups of people who don't want other groups of people in their community because they think it's they represent something bad, but then you're also against segregation. So are you gonna apply this against segregation to all groups in the US, no matter where they stand on the oppression Olympics hierarchy? Does this apply to everyone or, or only just some or even just one? End homelessness and ensure fair housing for all. Revitalize public housing by investing $70 billion to repair, decarbonize, and build new public housing. Yeah, we're going to end the housing crisis with a government program. Because mm, government programs prove that they can get that done. Honoring our commitment to veterans. Eliminate the VA benefits backlog fully fund and resource the VA, and reverse the disastrous privatization of services for veterans. Fill the nearly 50,000 vacancies at the VA in Bernie's first year. Provide at least $62 billion in new funding to repair, modernize, and rebuild VA infrastructure. Expand the VA's caregivers program as well as mental health services for veterans. Reform harmful VA regulation that restricts access to care and benefits based on character of discharge. So veterans, I think, are a bit different from other services in society because they directly perform one of the core functions of government, which is the army. Now, a lot of people, and this can be a thing where maybe if you could put your tax dollars where you want them to instead of making everybody do everything, that would be helpful. Some people don't want the military in the U.S. to be as expansive as it is, but most people think that the army and the military perform a very core function of governments. I don't think it's the same as say something like public housing or public education. Like most people, the first thing they think of when you have a society is how do you protect it? So again, I'm not into the government programs, but I think this is a different kind of government program. Justice and safety for all. End for-profit greed in our criminal justice system. 
top to bottom yeah because you can end greed well by banning for-profit prisons and detention centers ending cash bail and making prison and jail communications re-entry diversion and treatment programs fee free ensure due process and right to counsel by vastly increasing funding for public defenders and creating a federal formula to ensure populations have a minimum number of public defenders to meet their needs cut the national prison population in half and end mass incarceration by abolishing the death penalty three strikes laws and mandatory minimum sentences as well as expanding the use of alternatives to detention. Transform the way we police communities by ending the war on drugs, the war on drugs is stupid, by legalizing marijuana and expunging past convictions, treating children who interact with the justice system as children, reversing the criminalization of addiction, and ending the reliance on police forces to handle mental health emergencies, homelessness, maintenance violations, and other low-level situations. I agree with most of this. Reform or decrepit prison system, guarantee a prisoner's bill of rights, and ensure a just transition for incarcerated individuals upon their release. Reverse the criminalization of communities and cycles of violence, provide support to survivors of crime, and invest in our communities. Ensure law enforcement, accountability, and robust oversight, including banning the use of facial recognition, recognition software for policing. I agree with most of this. I don't like how punitive the justice system is first and foremost i definitely don't like that so many people are in jail for things they that didn't have a victim i don't agree with the criminalization of <laughs> addiction and i think we should actually try and help people not everybody can be helped who have from the issues that they went to prison for the long-term root issues and i don't think all of that can be solved but i think we should in general just punish people i think we should keep them away from the rest of society but i don't think we should punish people and then when it comes to people coming out and not having lots of rights prison system is really interesting because first of all some of them i think shouldn't be shouldn't even have been in prison i also think that when they decide to decriminalize stuff they should go back and make sure that anybody who's still in prison for something that the law has changed for that they come out but the prison system issue is interesting when all their freedoms are taken away, you're not allowed to vote, etc. Because I think of prison as like being exiled from society. And in the past, people used to actually, in some societies, be exiled. But you can't actually be exiled anymore. Like you still come back into, into the system. But you're exiled because sometimes it's just power. But you're exiled because you're not conforming to the rules of the society. So you can't benefit from it anymore. And these people have done something that is like, well, you're not going to play by your rules. You're not allowed to participate. But then they are allowed to participate again when they're out. And sometimes the reason why they were stopped, I think, is like, why were they even stopped in the first place? So I think it's a bit complicated, but most of this, it's reasonable. Reinvest in public education. Combat racial discrimination and school segregation. Again, are you going to do this to all schools? Even the HBCUs? End the unaccountable profit motive of charter schools. Provide equitable funding for public schools. Give teachers a much-deserved raise by setting a starting salary for teachers <laughs> no less than 60000 Expanding collective bargaining rights and teachers' tenure. You mean forcing people with the government. It's not collective bargaining. It's just force. And funding out-of-pocket expenses for classroom materials. Strengthens the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act idea by ensuring that the federal government provides at least 50% of the funding for special education and giving special education teachers the support they need. Provide year-round free universal school meals and incentivizes another typo and incentivize locally sourced food. Make schools safe and inclusive by protecting the rights of all students from harassment, discrimination, and violence, and enacting comprehensive gun violence prevention laws. Rebuild, modernize, and green our nation's school. I guess all this will be paid for by taxing people more. Eliminating medical debt. Eliminate all of the 81 billion in past due medical debt held by 79 million Americans, one in every six Americans. Reform bankruptcy laws to use the existing bankruptcy court system to provide relief for those with burdensome medical debt. Create a secure public credit registry to replace for profit credit reporting agencies. Yeah, I would rather people on a case by case basis set up some kind of organization and decide to 
help people with their debts and also just reduce government intervention and probably drive down the costs of healthcare in the first place. And remember, it's people providing these services. You're making their labor coercive when you try to make it all free. If doctors want to provide their services for free or on a sliding scale or people want to pay for it, for other people, that's a different matter. Tax on extreme wealth. Establish an annual tax on the extreme wealth of the top 0.1% of US households only apply to net worth of over 32 million and anyone who has a net worth of less than 32 million would not see their taxes go up at all under this plan. We'll raise an estimated 4.35 trillion over the next decade and cut the wealth of billionaires in half. <laughs> it's not your wealth to cut over 15 years, which would substantially break up the concentration of wealth and power of this small privileged class. <sighs> Ensure that the wealthy are not able to evade the tax by implementing strong enforcement policies. I find people's anger at the wealthy very hypocritical in the US because based on this principle, everybody in the US should give most of their wealth away. Give away half of your wealth and help give it to charities that fund developing nations or I guess maybe even give it to government sometimes even though it probably won't go to good use because people in the US are really wealthy and wealth is quite relative and so it just always comes off to me as hypocritical when people are like mad at social inequality when the same people they're mad at they represent that same class of people for other people in the world and the world isn't isolated you probably use goods and services that come from other people in the world so you're not just like in your own little bubble where what you do isn't affecting everybody else Go and give away your money and stop the wealth inequality in that way too. I also think this would probably just balance itself out because these wealthy individuals will find a way to hide their money. I think they would be able to evade it even if you try to have strong enforcement policies. They might just leave. They might also just scale back some of them on some philanthropic projects they do. I think it will just balance itself out but people will feel better because they tax the rich. Fair banking for all. Cap consumer loans and credit card rates at 15% across all financial institutions and allow states to go even further. Allow every post office to offer basic and affordable banking services and end lending discrimination. I like the concept of public banking. I mean, people, states collect taxes anyway and do things with it that's supposed to help the government. So I think it makes some sense. I also think you already have bankruptcy laws. So I don't think you need to cap credit card rates at 15%, uh, people can discharge it through bankruptcy. I also don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but credit reports do serve a purpose. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Supporting HBCUs and MSIs, I don't know what MSI is, make all public and private HBCUs, tribal colleges, and many MSIs tuition free. I don't know why it has to be special interest groups. You're, as a politician, supposed to be serving the American people, not just specific American people and I think that politicians should be trying to promote rights that will apply to everybody. Invest 10 billion to create and expand HBCU medical, dental and teacher training graduate programs. Invest 5 billion in HBCU infrastructure grants and cancel all institutional HBCU loan debt from the capital financing program. Oh my god. So no responsibility. Double Title III and Title V funds to decrease the funding gap between HBCUs and MSIs and predominantly white institutions. Issue an executive order that strengthens the White House initiative on HBCUs to eliminate racial disparities in our college education system. Another one of those terms, eliminate racial disparities in college education system. Hmm, I wonder how you're going to make that happen without forcing people to do a whole bunch of things. Oh, I saw this thing and I was really surprised. I didn't know that Cardi B talked to Bernie Sanders, although I saw some of her posts on Twitter. I wouldn't agree with anything she says, I'm going to guess, based on what I've heard of what she said. But I think it would be cool if she was a stripper and then got into the political stuff. Obviously, there's an image issue there, but I don't think anything is inherently wrong with that. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't agree with what she had to say, though. And there's some personal things she's done that I don't like. Racial justice. Address the five central types of violence waged against brown, black, and indigenous Americans. Physical, political, legal, economic, and environmental. You mean the kind of violence that everybody undergoes sometimes? Also, what do you mean by environmental violence? 
address a broken criminal justice system, massive disparities in the availability of financial services, health disparities, environmental disparities, and educational disparities. Create a nation in which all people are treated equally. Yeah. Like, you can't get rid of personal prejudice. Also, why does the government have to do this? I saw a post on... Well, I found it when I was on, in crypto Twitter about a man who was providing banking services. Uh, I forget what, where it was, but it was for people who don't have access to stuff, to banking services. And that's the way to solve those issues, not the government. High-speed internet for all. Provide $150 billion through the Green New Deal in infrastructure grants and technical assistance for municipalities and or states to build publicly owned and democratically controlled cooperative or open access broadband networks. Require that all internet service providers offer a basic internet plan that provides quality broadband speeds at an affordable price. Break up internet service provider and cable monopolies, bar service providers from providing content, and unwind anti-competitive mergers. Ensure broadband broadband infrastructure is resilient to the effects of climate change. So go into the private markets and enforce government regulation on it. Do you know how many countries have done that and it has not ended well? You're basically trying to nationalize a private sector. There are already companies that are trying to provide internet for free for everybody. Like people are trying to do that already because it's so important. I think government intervention is only going to make it worse. And it's also just expanding government power. Free and fair elections. Restore the Voting Rights Act and overturn Citizens United. End racist voter suppression and partisan gerrymandering. Make Election Day a national holiday. Secure automatic voter registration and guarantee the right to vote for every American over 18, including those Americans currently incarcerated and those disenfranchised by felony conviction. I kind of already talked about that. Abolish super PACs and replace corporate funding with publicly funded elections that amplify small donor donations. This is something I don't know that much about. Uh, I know I don't believe in the whole voter ID laws are racist. The gerrymandering stuff, when I was shown how that works, that does seem to me like it could be manipulated. So I'm just going to hold back my opinion because I don't fully understand this. I already talked about the prison stuff. Yeah, I don't really understand that other stuff. Income inequality tax plan. Companies with large gaps between their CEO and medium worker pay would see progressively higher corporate tax rates. Apply to all private and publicly held corporations with annual revenue of more than 100 million. You know, just just stop buying these companies' products rather than trying to regulate everything. Are you just trying to regulate everything? Oh my god. Revitalizing rural America. Level the playing field for farmers and farm workers. Super vague. Empower farmers, foresters, and ranchers to adjust climate change and protect ecosystems. Foster investment to revitalize communities. I feel like it relates to so many other things I said. Responsible foreign policy. Implement a foreign policy which focuses on democracy, human rights, diplomacy, and peace, and economic fairness. Allow Congress to reassert its constitutional role in war-making so that no president can wage unauthorized and unconstitutional interventions overseas. From what I understand, presidents, multiple presidents, who have used executive orders in this way, executive power in this way, do have the right to do it. Follow the American people who do not want endless war. End U.S. support for the Saudi-led intervention in Yemen, which has created the world's worst humanitarian catastrophe. That's a really bold statement. The world's worst humanitarian catastrophe, and I'm skeptical of it. I think the U.S. could be more responsible in terms of its foreign policy. I'll just say that. Women's rights. Adopt equal pay for equal work through the Paycheck Fairness Act. More acts. Guarantee health care through Medicare for all. Repeal the Hyde Amendment and fully fund Planned Parenthood. Title X and other initiatives that protect women's health. Access to contraception and the availability of a safe and legal abortion. Oppose all efforts to undermine or overturn Roe versus Wade and appoint federal judges who will uphold women's most fundamental rights. Fight to end sexual harassment, discrimination, and violence in workplaces, the military, and other institutions. I don't know how they're going to end this stuff. Like, end something requires a great deal of force. I, in principle, do not support abortion. However, I think it's up to the woman to decide 
because I think it's a very complex decision and I think that humans do many things that I consider unethical and they still do it today. So I think that life, new life inside of a woman is not, doesn't belong to that woman even though she's like supporting that life at its beginning. However, I really think it's really complicated and so I wouldn't assert my opinion in this way on another woman. I also think it's not right to force, say, people who don't want to partake in that to do that. Get corporate money out of politics. Ban all corporate contributions to the Democratic Party convention and all related committees. And as president, ban all corporate donations for inaugural events and cap individual donations at $500. I think that money is kind of speech, so I don't think it should be capped. Abolish the now worthless FEC and replace it with the Federal Election Administration, a true law enforcement agency originally proposed by former Senators John McCain and Russ Feingold. Enacting mandatory public financing laws for all federal ele elections. Updating and strengthening the Federal Election Campaign Act to return to a system of mandatory public funding for national party conventions. Passing a constitutional amendment that makes clear that money is not speech and corporations are not people. I don't think I can give a super strong opinion apart from it's more regulation, less freedom, and don't agree with the capping individual donations. Fighting for disability rights. Guaranteeing healthcare, including mental healthcare and home and community-based services and supports without wait lists. Assets or income restrictions as a human right to everyone in America. You can't guarantee healthcare as a human right without forcing other people to provide their goods and services how you think they should provide it when they're the ones who should decide how they want to provide it. Protecting and expanding the social security disability insurance and supplemental security income programs by reversing the, Trump's, the Trump administration's attack on SSDI, SSI, ending the massive disability application backlog, putting a stop to SSI's draconian asset test and marriage penalty, and raising the SSI benefit level to 125% of the poverty level, lifting millions out of poverty. <sighs> I just don't see the term poverty in the US the way other people do. Nobody in the US is really poor. Not to say that I don't want most people to be well, well, pretty much everyone to be well off, and I think eventually well, technically, everybody is well off if you compare it to a certain time in history, and we will just continue to become more well off. I think that if you want to help people, do it voluntarily. Aggressively enforcing the Supreme Court's Olmstead decision, including for people with mental illness, as President Sanders will work to enforce the Supreme Court's landmark Olmstead decision protecting the rights of people with disabilities to get support in the community. The plan places particular priority on the humanitarian crisis in our country created by the incarceration of people with mental illness. Leveraging Olmstead to ensure states fund the voluntary community-based mental health services that can save lives and keep people in the community. Providing mandatory funding to ensure that the federal government provides at least 50% of the funding for serving students with disabilities, exceeding the federal government's original commitment of 40% when IDEA was passed. The plan also provides schools with 100% of the additional cost of serving students with disabilities in the general education classroom above the cost of average per pupil expenditures. When I was growing up in Jamaica, we used to volunteer at some educational places for people with disabilities it kind of ranged from like severe to not really and some like mental to just like not being able to talk i think that you can provide these services through like organizations ngos and not through uh, the government using executive authority to reject both renewals off and new proposals from states to place disability and aging services under the control of for-profit managed care organizations including reverses well, what if it's not for profit? Would that would that be okay? Why don't you just make these things? Like, why don't you just make the things you want to see in the world? Why do you have to just force everybody to fit into your like vision of it? Just go out there and make it. You will probably find support in order to create these things and to make the world a better place in the way you want to see it. And it does not, I mean, they even had a reparations.me website which I totally disagree with, but it was completely voluntary and people were actually donating. Go and do that <laughs> instead. Using executive authority to reject both renewals off and new proposals from states to place disability and aging services under the control 
of for-profit managed care organizations, including reversing Iowa's disastrous experiment with for-profit Medicaid privatization. Create a National Office of Disability Coordination run by a person with a disability, focused on coordinating and making disability policy to advance the full inclusion of people with disabilities, including ensuring every aspect of our public resources are ADA compliant and that the civil rights of people with disabilities are protected and expanded. Ended subminimum wage for workers with disabilities while guaranteeing jobs and living wages in the community for all. Passing the Disability Integration Act to establish a clear standard for the delivery of high quality services. I have to drink some tea, all this talking. LGBTQ plus equality. Pass the Equality Act, the Every Child Deserves a Family Act, and other bills to prohibit discrimination against LGBTQ plus people. Ensure LGBTQ plus people have comprehensive health insurance without discrimination from providers. Advance policies to ensure students can attend school without fear of bullying and work to substantially reduce suicides. Don't like the special interest stuff because everybody's rights in this way should be about the same for every single person and it's just more forcing people to provide their labor for prices that they can't even negotiate on their own terms empower puerto rico repair the damage from hurricanes irma and maria and rebuild puerto rico give the territory the debt relief it so desperately needs to rebuild with dignity Ensure a strong social safety net for the people of Puerto Rico by ensuring access to health care, nutrition assistance, veterans benefits, and quality public schools. That's how I feel about all public welfare. Tax increases for the rich. Pass the For the 99.8% Act to establish a progressive estate tax on multimillionaire and billionaire inheritances. And special tax breaks on capital gains and dividends for the top 1%. Capital gains and dividends don't just happen to the 1%. Also, the 1% is actually really huge. And a lot of people are probably going to end up in the 1% like as they get older. Tax Wall Street speculators through the Inclusive Prosperity Act financial transaction tax. I think if Wall Street speculators want to speculate, they can. I don't agree with that. Legalizing marijuana. Legalize marijuana in the first 100 days with executive action. So Sanders can use executive action when it's something he thinks is important, but not other presidents for the war stuff. Vacate and expunge all past marijuana-related convictions. I'd agree with that. Ensure that revenue from legal marijuana is reinvested in communities hit hardest by the war on drugs. Ensure legalized marijuana does not turn into big tobacco. How are you going to ensure all of these things? Gun safety. Take on the NRA and its corrupting effects on Washington. I like the NRA. Expand background checks, end the gun show loophole, all gun purchases should be subject to the same background check standards, ban the sale and distribution of assault weapons, assault weapons are designed and sold as tools of war, don't blame the tool, it's the people, don't blame the technology. There is absolutely no reason why these firearms should be sold to civilians, that's your opinion. Prohibit high capacity ammunition magazines. Implement a buyback program to get assault weapons off the streets. Regulate assault weapons in the same way that we currently regulate fully automatic weapons, a system that essentially makes them unlawful to own. Crack down on straw purchases where people buy guns for criminals. <laughs> criminals will get guns if they want them. Support red flag laws and legislation to ensure we keep guns out of the hands of domestic abusers and stalkers. Ban the 3D printing of firearms and bump stocks. Well, you know how I feel about that. I pretty much disagree with all that. Empowering tribal nations. Stand with Native Americans in the struggle to protect their treaty and sovereign rights, advance traditional ways of life, and improve the quality of life for Native Americans by upholding the trust responsibility. Honor Native American tribal treaty rights and sovereignty. Moving away from a relationship of paternalism and control towards one of deference and support. Paternalism and control is exactly what most of his issues are for most of the population. Reauthorize and expand the Violence Against Women Act to, to provide critical resources to women in Indian country and allow all tribes to prosecute non-native criminals. Then they should just be their own nation. I agree with the tribal treaty rights stuff that's messed up when they, they don't respect that. Mm, not that it's only something that people in the US would do. It's kind of human nature. Why don't they just become their own nations, like actual nations and stop helping them, like let them go do their own thing. If they're going to live by different rules, I mean, let them actually be independent. So I don't know how you would be empowering them, I guess through trade or something, if they're independent. 
real Wall Street reform. Break up too big to fail banks and end the too big to jail doctrine. I don't think you need to break up the banks. Just you should have let them just fail, not Bernie, but the government. Reinstate the Glass-Steagall Act. Cap interest rates and ATM fees and allow every post office to offer basic and affordable banking services. Audit the Federal Reserve and make it a more democratic institution so that it becomes responsive to the needs of ordinary Americans, not just the billionaires on Wall Street. Okay. Restricts rapid-fire financial speculation with a financial transactions tax. Uh, I don't agree with that. Jobs for all. Enact a federal jobs guarantee to ensure that everyone is guaranteed a stable job that pays a living wage. I mean, it's just, you can't guarantee that without forcing other people to do something that they might not want to do. Like, a job is you helping in the process of getting a good and a, or a service to somebody else. You can do it for yourself. Or you can negotiate how you want to get that done. If you want to help people, just do it in another way. Just just do it in another way. Create 20 million jobs as part of the Green New Deal. Rebuilding our crumbling infrastructure and creating a 100% sustainable energy system. A 100% sustainable energy system. Huh. Create millions of healthcare, healthcare jobs to support our seniors and people with disabilities in their homes and communities. Create new jobs in early childhood education. I mean, you don't just create new jobs. Jobs are created by people who are serving a need. So if there's a need that arises, then the job will probably come up. One of the things I remember the most from growing up in Jamaica until I was 17 is that politicians were always campaigning on the creation of jobs. Jamaica is not in a great state. That was like one of the key campaign issues of politicians, as I remember them hearing on the TV. It was always some program to create jobs because people needed jobs. Just saying. Fair trade fundamentally rewrite all of our trade deals to prevent the outsourcing of American jobs and raise wages. Ensure that strong and binding labor, environmental, and human rights standards are written into the core text of all trade agreements. Eliminate the incentives baked into our current trade and tax agreements that make it easier for multinational corporations to ship jobs overseas. Undo the harm that trade agreements have done to family farmers. Sign an executive order ending federal contracts to corporations that outsource American jobs. I don't know the full details of this, but I do think that this trying to protect American jobs, <laughs> you just tell people what they want to hear to protect them. That clashes with the open the borders issue. I like not having any kind of cap on that. You're trying to protect them from foreigners getting their jobs, but at the same time, you want foreigners to come in and participate in the economy. It just seems like those are goals that oppose each other. Also, I don't think Americans have to worry about their jobs as much as they do. From what I understand, from a business perspective, Americans are really productive, more so than other foreigners in general. So even though their wages might be a bit higher, a lot of companies go overseas and realize that there might be incompatibilities that they didn't foresee and then come back. I'm not saying that this is always the case, but if you're just competitive, you're probably going to be okay. Corporate accountability and democracy fundamentally shift the wealth of the economy back into the hands of the workers who create it. Give workers an ownership stake in the companies they work for. I mean, you can create this. Like, go and make this happen. I worked for a company that was like this at one point, where it was employee-owned. Go and make it happen. Don't, like, crush someone else's dream that they decided to build up. You go and do it. It's not possible for some very infrastructural stuff like, I guess, telephones, or railroads or those classic examples but for most jobs out there like go and make your own version of it and provide the service as well as your competitor also vote with your dollars break up corrupt corporate mergers and monopolies including reviewing all mergers that have taken place during the trump administration and institute new merger guidelines i'm not sure why just the trump administration finally make corporations pay their fair share of taxes by reversing Trump's corporate tax breaks and closing corporate tax loopholes to raise up to $3 trillion over 10 years. Their fair share of taxes is funny. I am finally done. Yay. I think Bernie Sanders is crazy. Not as in illogical. I just think it's crazy as in it's a terrible idea. This is just socialism and government regulation and oversight is also extreme the u.s already has a lot of government regulation and oversight compared to what its founding ideals were with some caveats with the whole slavery stuff that people always bring up you know the u.s was founded on certain principles and it was more for liberty and freedom 
than security and all of this is just like wanting security and everybody to be okay all the time through government regulation rather than through some other programs that the people can come up with themselves like there's so much wealth in america it would probably solve all of these problems so much better than through the government also because the government tends to not do a great job at a lot of things the u.s is not europe <laughs> it was never meant to be europe it was especially different from any other country that existed before and so a lot of people when i hear them talk about bernie sanders they're like oh but so many other countries are doing it so what so many other countries are not the united states so many other countries also have tried so many of these things and it does not work or it has side effects that you can't think of what bernie sanders and his supporters i guess are asking for is a utopian ideal and you are not going to get that ideal without tyranny like that's the only way you're going to create this perfect little world is by forcing everybody into the vision of society that you have and that is controlling them is coercive and it's immoral so what is bernie sanders really saying what does he really want it's to force people into this perfect vision of society and it's not going to be pretty he also probably won't get all of it done because there's so much stuff if he were to be voted in as president uh, lots of people support him i think it's a horrible idea i think it's crazy that people think that all of this is still good when there's so many examples my country included that have a video on it that have suffered under these kinds of ideals of just helping people helping people help, helping people through the government not just helping people just doing it through the government and politicians aren't there to just bribe people don't like if you're sitting there thinking oh how is the government going to help me rather than what's best for society and also if you just see other people as tools as an end goal which is what a lot of these ideals have like with the doctors for health care or what rich people should be doing with their money or tax other people you're just seeing people as tools with no freedom about how to exercise their will in the world and what they want to do with it or how they want to negotiate for what they give and contribute it's force and it's coercive and that's really what he's saying when he talks about guaranteeing stuff and ensuring and ending things to put it bluntly, I am back. Okay, I'm finished. I hope that was interesting. Maybe you never even heard all of these issues before. There's way more detail under each, actually, if you wanted to go further. Maybe you want to check out other politicians' campaigns. I don't know. Thank you for watching. My name is Desiree. This is Just Thinking Out Loud. If you are new to this channel, please subscribe. And if you like this content, Please support it at justthinkingoutloud.tv slash donate. Have a great day. Leave a comment, give a like, share the video. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I came to the sad, super sad, Crimea River realization as I was editing this video that I keep saying my T's in the watered down American way where they sound like these. This is the one thing that my mother asked me to not do when I came to the United States. To not pronounce computer like computer and so on. And it still only occasionally because it's still like not the most natural thing but a few times i <laughs> just sounded like an american in the way i said it and well people change bye